I think we all can agree that life is hard and it hits us in the roughest of ways, but somehow we keep getting up and moving forward. How do we do that? Have you ever lost a loved one or got diagnosed with something so gnarly? Got your heart broken? Just had so many rough things happen. How do we get up? How do we look for the light at the end of the tunnel? Well, you know what? We're going to find out together. We're going to go looking for it. This podcast, In Search of Hope, with me, Ugo, we'll be together on this journey. And if all else fails, we'll have each other. In Search of Hope podcast. Let's do it. Here we go, In Search of Hope podcast. This is where I'm in a different location. And it's too much of an open space, so my thoughts are once again jumping out and going everywhere. I think that's how my millennial mind works. I think we all have a little touch of ADD in us at this point in our lives. But understand something, what we're doing, we're taking a bit of a different turn here. See, in search of hope, I, I always knew the podcast would develop and transition into something else. Because what you start off with, uh, you grow, right? And now, in light of everything that's happening, well, first it was COVID. Then it was the explosion of the civil unrest. And for good reason. And it's not like this is new. But I think things just hit. Everything came to a head. So what am I saying? Okay. We're going to take a different turn with this podcast. And I actually want to start talking about (laughs) financial awareness. And I know before you start saying, oh, what? come on, Hugo. Nah, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Financial awareness, man. For people in our positions, say, People coming from inner cities, people coming from families where that wasn't talked about. Why? Because, man, either we didn't have the education to talk about it or our concerns were just being able to make make it to the next paycheck or have the next meal. You know, I remember my mom did tell us to like, you know, look into this, look into that. My mom was a nurse, is a nurse, a retired nurse. And whatever piece of information she would pick up she'd be like yo look into that look into that i didn't (laughs) i didn't my sister did um my brother does now but that doesn't mean i would or it would somehow through osmosis translate to me and i found myself um realizing like i need to get my financial game together i need to get my financial infrastructure together i am the ceo of my personal life and it all clicked to me when we were in like a premarital counseling session and it was we kind of me and my wife my now wife decided that yeah i would be the person who would lead when it came to finances. And in that moment, I was like, all right, cool. But as I thought about it, 
I was like, wait, me? If I'm leading this, as far as we go, in my head, is as far as I can lead us and take us. Like, it's not just me now, it's a wife, so it's a family and kids. And, and it goes deeper than that, it's legacy. It's a young black couple who would have black kids. And, and what, what do I want to what do I want to do with that? Not only that, I'm also understanding that financial awareness, your financial awareness, my financial awareness is a form of fighting systemic racism, systemic oppression. It's, it's, it's in the lines of, it's in, a, in the same vein that um, Black Wall Street was created or some of these affluent black communities, you know, in the early 1900s. Some of these black educators, Booker T. Washington, W.E. Du Bois, same vein. We have to be educated. We have to educate ourselves. I mean, there's a scripture in the Bible, of course, because you know me, you know, guys, I'm, I look at things from a Christian perspective. Um, that's my value system. Uh, and I even, it's funny now when I even say Christian perspective, it can seem controversial because you have all different types of the way people practice Christianity. Let's not even get, get into that. I'm a Jesus follower. That's my understanding. I rocks with the J-man. So there's a scripture that says my people who suffer, uh, because of lack of knowledge. And as I started exploring and understanding uh, my finances, even in just, it's on the, the, the smallest level, I was realizing the mistakes I was making and some of the ways I can improve. Just by making simple moves, I can improve situations and I can start building on top of that. Just by being aware. See now, I've now I know I've talked to a lot of my other homies who are in my position, and I'm realizing a bunch of us don't know, or a bunch of us just haven't looked into it. Why? Because it hasn't been something on our minds. But then when I, you know, when I talk to some people from different backgrounds, oh yeah, they knew. Yeah, they know that. Of course, they've been doing that, and they don't say to me. A lot of my friends who are from different backgrounds who have these things established, they don't say it in a negative, condescending way. They just say that someone who's been taught something, who's been doing something, is as if everyone is doing it. But we haven't. Why? Because we didn't know. And sometimes when you don't know what you don't know, ooh, it's a problem. And now there's so many things we don't know that we don't know. But I'm realizing one of the beautiful things is half the battle is asking the right question. Or even asking questions. You know, so as I started this financial awareness journey, as I'm still in the real new stages of it, I realized once I started asking the right questions, people were willing to share information with me. A lot of people I knew around me were willing to share information with me. They weren't hiding it. They just, they didn't know. I didn't know. How would they know? It's not their responsibility. It's my responsibility to find out what I don't know. Or how can I know something more? And a lot of us, from men, a lot of 
young black men or black women, people from the uh, underrepresented communities. We just don't know because we're, we're, man, we have other things that are in the forefront of our mind. But I'm, I'm realizing that our personal finances, it's not just finances. It's not just that. It's emotional. It's spiritual. And it's psychological. Because your finances is just how you operate your finances. That's just a byproduct of what you're thinking or feeling emotionally. Man, for one, they talk about like, and a lot of times people come down on people from, you know, underrepresented communities. If you don't have any bread, right? And then you get your, you get, say, your tax return. They say, oh, they get a tax return. They're going to spend it on, you know, um, designer clothing, this, that, this, that. Something that people think seem frivolous, right? But there's a reason for that. Because there are endorphins you get when you do buy these things. You do feel good. And we all know that when you're under vast amounts of stress, the need to feel good is heightened. So it's easy to sit back and say, oh, look at them. Buy, look at you shouldn't buy this. You shouldn't buy that. No, understand the reason why they're buying that. There's many reasons, there's many factors into that. And until you understand why you're doing something. You're not going to look to even change it. And I'm not sitting there talking like I am a financial whiz. Nah, bro. I'm just a dude that's talking to you. You, yo, if you're listening to this, you pr- so many people are beyond my level of understanding in this, and that's all good. So if you listen to this podcast and you already and you'll know the things that I already talk about, great. Maybe share the podcast to help out somebody who may who, who maybe doesn't. But I, but I, but I wager there's a lot of people who don't. There's a lot of people who don't. So us just having this conversation will be of so much benefit. It it will. This is resistance. This is resistance. You, in your own way, have the ability to break generational curses. You have the ability to break generational curses when it comes to your finances. And it's not even about being rich. It's about managing what you have. And if you can manage what you have, what happens with your family? Say, say you get married or say, say, say you get married and you're managing well and you have kids who you teach to manage their money well. You start breaking curses because why? Maybe you get taken out of a, an area that you wouldn't have been able to get taken out of if you weren't managing your money well. Now you can afford a better neighborhood. Maybe your kids could, now, now they can afford a, a new area, better educational system, or just that financial awareness allows you to be more thoughtful in what you do or more savvy in what you do to put yourself in better positions. Breaking curses. Who would have thought what you Google and, and study today on some passive time can break a curse? Who would have thought a podcast that you can listen to could help you break generational curses? We think it's we think it's like it's more complex than that. It's not. 
It is not. If my mother and father did not come over from Nigeria and study what they did, my life would be very different. I would be living, well, call it what it is. I got family who still, my people from my dad's side, still live in villages in Nigeria. Now, I'm not knocking it, but when we talk about poverty, it's, they, they, they are living in poverty. It is what it is. So I can do what, I, maybe I, I could just keep going as is. Or I can look at myself and say, what can I improve on? Who can I help? Because if I get if 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 I put my mask on first, as a reference to uh, flying in them planes, put your emergency mask on first, and you can help some other people. Man, this isn't just about getting rich. Understand that it's not just about getting rich. That's not what it's about. It's about legacies. It's about making an impact. I got friends, man, friends of color who I look at and I see where they've come, how far they've come business wise, financially. I just think that's the bomb. I think it's the bomb. And I think what this is what gets me excited. Who can we help? Who what what funds can we give to? Because if you're in a place where you now are really owning your finances. You don't gotta be in a place where I'm not, you don't have to be rich at this point, but you can still make an impact. I think about my sister. Man, if you know the places she donated money to or the people she's helped financially, bruh, she's helped more people. Yo, she is like an institution in herself. I kid you not. Black men have gotten into colleges or gone through semesters off of assistance from my sister i know this person this is what i'm telling you i wouldn't have gone through some of the situations i've gone through if it wasn't for her that's real bro that's real let me tell you man i always get emotional when i think about this story nah i, I can't tell i can't man <sighs> nah i won't say it <laughs> all right i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it I was in nursing school, so it wasn't that long ago, probably 2017, 2017, and I was working, I had to come out because I was in nursing school, full-time accelerated program, my dad's also sick, you know, elderly, sick at the time, or getting there, well, he's sick, so I'm taking care of him, so I'm broke, and I'm exhausted, and I came back from a day of work, then I was studying in the library, or I was at school. It doesn't matter. I got home super late, super exhausted. There's no time to cook. There's no time for whatever. And I went to Burger King and I probably had about $13 in my pocket. Uh, $13 in my account at 13. And I stood in front of the Burger King counter for a very long while because I knew this, this was going to be, this was going to be it. I wasn't getting paid anytime soon. Um, what, do I pick? Rack my brain. And then the person, the guy, the guy behind the counter, man, he, he felt for me, man. And he gave me some coupons, right? And bro, I felt so, I felt so moved by that. 
because I needed all the help I could get. And then I got food, you know, then I went home. You know, I, I ended up telling my sister that story. And she heard it and she was so shocked. She was so, she was moved to tears because she didn't know what I was dealing with, what I was just experiencing. And she said, nah, no, 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 no. So what she did, <laughs> she put my name, she got my name on her credit card. And she said, don't ever tell anybody. This is years ago, I'm telling people now. She said, don't, she said, don't ever tell anybody, but she says, when, if you ever need food, if you're ever hungry, don't hesitate. You use this card. You use this card. Of course, she gave me some guidelines and said, don't be using it for no dates or don't use it for anything else. But I understood, man. And of course, I respected the heck out of that. Man, and I didn't ever have to be, and I didn't find myself in that situation again. Why? Because I had someone looking out for me who didn't need to. We were born from the same, same parents. She, you know, it's not, uh, she wasn't some random benefactor who ended up had, who was rich, who, you know, but she's savvy with her money. And she's why, not, not even that, not even her being savvy with her money, with her money, she's kind and she's generous. Now don't go asking her for things, leave her alone. And even to this day, I keep that credit card that my sister put me on. That has my name. That I keep that in my wallet as a reminder. Even after I graduated, after I'm working as a nurse, I keep that. It's a reminder of kindness. It's a reminder of someone loving me. It's a reminder of someone investing in me because they knew I can do something for other people just if I get to that other side. Someone believed in me enough to put their money where their mouth is. To put <laughs> her money where her heart is. Do you see what I am now saying? Why what we're about to embark on is important? It's not about you. It's not just about you. It's about those who you will help and who they will help. But it starts with you. And I, I believe in you. And I believe in me. Once again, listen, I am an oncology nurse. I, I'm pretty decently educated. I will say that. Well, I am Nigerian, so I will talk about me being educated. I am educated, but I'm not educated in finances. But I can Google. I can listen to audiobooks. I have listened to audiobooks. I'm working through the process of getting, of getting myself together. Listen, I'm no expert. But I will show you and teach you everything I learned. So you then can teach someone everything you learned. And that way together, we can begin to reverse some of these generational curses. Come on with it. Come on with it. We're going. We're doing this. This is resistance. Peace. Tastes like the rain You talk